Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Daily Anime Podcast. Alright, well, today's a little different in that I decided to not go out and um, do a live stream. That was because I was too busy chilling and studying, reading a book for Japanese Lit. Um, It's a pretty good book. Uh, It's about this guy, well, it's his autobiography, uh, Fukuzawa Yukichi, and he was a guy who lived in Japan during the time when Japan had just embraced cultural modernity and was wanting to be Western. And it's a pretty important book, I guess. But um, when he wrote it, he felt as though... When he was writing it in, like, the 50s or 60s... Yeah, it was published in the 60s. uh, In his mind, he knew that there needed to be, like, some record from someone from his generation. Because he noticed that, you know, people from his time has died. And it was really important because he literally lived in a time when... There were samurai, and they were still under the feudal system, and then bam, modernity. And you had railroads and all that stuff, western. And um, he got to see the mind shift in the government and in society. It's a lot of crazy stories. Like, when he was in the time, um, he was actually, like, uh, he was studying Dutch, like, back in the day and he was one of the few people who like openly embraced western ideas and he was one of the people who were introducing ideas like individualism and freedom and all these cool things that we in the west love and and hold up in japan and um like there were like crazy stories that people wanted to take his life because he was advocating for a more liberalized government and a liberalized economy and all that stuff and um it's pretty pretty crazy then, of course, there's, like, basically crazy college students. Like, oh, here's what we students at this medical school were studying. Uh, and it's a pretty, a lot of really cool stuff in there. But the translation I'm reading is taken, like, straight from shorthand. And it was translated by a Japanese guy. So, like, in terms of writing, I think I've already spoken about this. Like, in terms of writing, it's just, uh, it's not, like, geared towards um, a Western audience all that well. And, like, part of me can't exactly, like, fault him, but um, it's, it's, eh, it's hard to take in. I mean, like, he just kind of, because it's meant to be like an autobiography he will just go off on random tangents so it's not told in like any sort of narrative manner it's there there are stories but it's just like oh yeah and here's something else i did in like a couple years after this or yeah here's stuff like that but uh eh, whatever whatever um class is pretty cool i remember i took the class specifically because i i i'd actually just like 
been watching Unicorn, and then I was just looking around. I was like, oh, what does the um, culture and literature people have? And I saw the professor. I looked up for the modern Japanese literature, and he was all like, study German romanticism and idealism and all these cool stuff. And I was like, holy shit. Holy shit, this is some time for some Gundam Unicorn, man. Okay, I can know this. Some useful knowledge for me. Because Gundam Unicorn, and I basically put that on the syllabus. And it's like, yeah, man. Gundam Unicorn. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't want my professor to know that, so I just scratched it out on pin. So, we'll see how that goes. Mm. In terms of shows that I've been watching lately, um, today, earlier, I decided to go ahead and rewatch some parts of the um, Ava Rebuild movie, specifically the end. And let me just say, that ending, that ending is not an Ava ending. And I will not defend it as an Ava ending, but I will say that I love it because fucking rainbows everywhere and people screaming and then babbling on about like some sort of crazy occult science <laughs> crazy occult science and um it was awesome most people think it's awesome but uh like i don't am do says all the time it's like hey that's not an ava ending it's not ava why are they not cutting to live action shots of cats sitting by railroads yeah that's that's the real ava but uh it's okay it's okay it is Super Robot, and Super Robots are something that I appreciate. And um, it manages to out-Super Robot a lot of other Super Robot shows. You gotta have the rainbows, man. You gotta have the people screaming out manly-ass stuff. Cause that's the way to go. But yeah, and the other thing I watch, because I just kind of watch fucking whatever anything, is um, a couple episodes of Penguin Drum. Man... And I gotta say, I still like that show. Those first few episodes, they seem episodic, and they seem kind of silly. But those first two episodes are good. I mean, the the whole show is... Well, I remember there was part of the show that I was just like, What is going on this? What is this? That weren't exactly as strong, but... I really like the conversation between the two random passing boys about Kenji Miyazawa. It's like, no, this is, death is not the end of it. That's, that's the point. You're nuts. And the other kid's just like, ah, oh, but if, after you die, it's all over. Ah. Then they start going on about love and sacrifice. And, like, that's, that's important stuff. When you're looking at Penguin Drum... That matters. And um, when he mentions Campanella as like, this is the apple. It connects us to the world of Campanella. Or that is like, um, just um, from Night on the Galactic Railroads, Kinji Miyazawa's novel. And I don't remember so much as the apple being something that connected the character to, um, I guess, the spirit worlds, or the train that went to heaven, but um, that apple is, the significance of the apple, it, it's prevalent throughout the entire show, 
and I haven't had the chance to read a lot of commentary on Not in the Galactic Railroad or much else of Kenji Miyazawa stuff, but the commentary that I read was that Miyazawa thought of apples as like sort of the ideal Buddhist fruit because once you plant an apple in the ground, you don't have to like go back and seasonally replant it or anything. It'll continue to give you food and, you know, you don't really have to work for it. And then there's like another interpretation of the importance of apples as, um, I think there is some other Buddhist story, um, but I'm not exactly recalling it. I think it involved creation, but, uh, yeah, um, some pretty, pretty cool stuff. I'll probably go ahead and reread through Not in the Galactic Railroad in the future because I really want to reread it and then watch the movie again. And I've seen the movie a couple of times and um, I like the movie a lot. Uh, I can see why it doesn't appeal to a lot of people, but um, me being pretentious, pretentious film students, I like it. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's so much just, oh, I'm a pretentious film student, but um, it's a cool little movie made in the 80s, and I really enjoy watching it. And has a lot, well, I'm, it's very slow, and I think before I talk more about it, I should just rewatch it <laughs> before I straight up just go into how I, this is how I feel about it. And, yeah, but sometimes, I remember I was reading some blog posts, uh, I know, most recently, a Gui Maniacs, just like, I finished Pingo Drum, it's awesome, here's my opinions on it. Oh, well, I mean, they didn't exactly finish it right then, but they were like, I don't want to go too depth in too in-depth of the analysis, and I was just thinking, you know, with the Daily Anime Podcast, this show is, like, daily, and when I do live shows... I go. I just go, and I don't know how to end, so... I'm just really thinking, I was like, do I really want to go in-depth with this? And I think because sometimes I do just want to just go all out, because it's daily, it probably gives me a better format to go all out. It's like, like normally when I think of the Daily Anime Podcast, or I think of a show like this, it's you gotta be very cheap, and you gotta like read headlines and shit, and I was like, no, that's, that's, like, you can go read the headlines all you want, and most of the time, the headlines, I just don't give a shit about them, it's just like, oh, occasionally, I'll just be like, oh, they're gonna release this show, that's fucking awesome, I care about that, but most of the time, it's, it's just like, this lead singer gained 25 pounds, well, that's, that's not something, but it was more like, this lead singer says she hates this show, or something like that, that's, that's, that's something more like a headline from, from like one of those daily people, anime and an A and N, um, or like a singer was cast in the show. That's more technically what it's like, as opposed to those pass through headlines. <laughs> um, but then again, I barely check A and N ever. So, like, what do I know? What's going on in the world of anime news network or anime news? They're really the only people in the business who can really give us news, and that's. That's that. I guess you can get some of your news from 4chan, but, uh, man, that's 4chan. And I guess there are some other places, 
like Twitter where you could get stuff. Um, and it's not just like looking directly to um, people in the Japanese industry or just like looking directly at like um, company Twitters. I mean, that could be a way of getting uh, news. But I mean, you know, there are some other news sources um, that just kind of get other things. And essentially, it's like, oh, here's some headline from this blog or whatever that's producing knowledge. And that's cool, I guess. Um, although that's a bit more roundabout and less direct and not as clean and clear-cut as ANN. But, uh, I mean, you know, there are alternative methods. But in terms of, like, a really good place where you can just go for news, ANN's basically the only thing. Every other way is kind of roundabout and... They, they do a pretty good job. Although most of the time, it's just not worth talking about. But then again, I don't even really like a lot of shows, so that's that's that. And we're about, we're about enough time in that I can call this an episode. I didn't really have a lot to tell you guys. Um, also, I have a lot of homework. I gotta fucking read some more of that chapter. Like, I forgot. Oh, shit. I, I, have, to, I have to read this. By tomorrow, because I forget that after Tuesday is Wednesday. Sometimes it happens when I decide to just not do homework on a day that I have off like today and decide to go get Swimmer's Ear. Swimmer's Ear sucks. Anyways, this is another episode of DAP. If you have questions, comments, feedback, you know, you can email us at dailyanimepodcast at gmail.com. Although I haven't been checking that in a while, I need to go ahead and do that. Um, so... I'll check that or post a comment on the blog. Um, I just noticed that Dustin did that recently. I'm not going to read your comment right now, mostly, because I just kind of want to get back to my homework, and I just I just really feel like that's a little bit more important right now. And um, you can tweet me at DonotForCandy. That's that's just it, DonotForCandy. That's, that's my Twitter. It's a great Twitter, okay? Some good stuff, all right? Now, in case you're wondering about the live streams, I generally do them Sundays through today, or my general plan is to Tuesdays at 7, and then um, Thursday at 7, and that would be that. I'm generally going to skip Wednesdays, but this week, I'm just going to skip today, because I just, you know, got too much going on. Well, not too much going on. I don't have enough going on. Which makes me lazy and not do my work, and I gotta go do my work. Anyways, bye! I was out on the west coast, trying to make a buck. And things didn't work out, I was down on my luck. Got tired of roaming and bumming around, so I started thumbing back east toward my hometown made a lot of miles the first two days and I figured I'd be home in a week if my luck held out this way but the third night I got stranded way out of town at a cold lonely crossroads rain was pouring down I was hungry and freezing done caught a chill when the lights of a big semi topped the hill Lord I sure was glad to hear them air brakes come on and I climbed in that cab where I knew it'd be warm. At the wheel sat a big man. He weighed about 210. 
He stuck out his hand and said with a grin, Big Joe's the name, I told him mine, and he said the name of my rig is Phantom 309. Well, I asked him why he called his rig such a name. He said, son, this old Mac can put them all to shame. There ain't a driver or a rig running any line that's seen nothing but taillights from Phantom 309. Well, we rode and talked the better part of the night when the lights of a truck stop came in sight. He said, I'm sorry, son, this is as far as you go because I got to make a turn just on up the road. Well, he tossed me a dime as he pulled her in low and said, have yourself a hot cup on old Big Joe. When Joe and his rig roared out in the night, in nothing flat, he was clean out of sight. Well, I went inside and ordered me a cup, told the waiter Big Joe was setting me up. Oh, you could have heard a pin drop. It got deathly quiet, and the waiter's face turned kind of white. Well, did I say something wrong? I said with a halfway grin. He said, no, this happens every now and then. Every driver in here knows Big Joe. But son, let me tell you what happened about 10 years ago. At the crossroads tonight where you flagged him down, there was a busload of kids coming from town. And they were right in the middle when Big Joe topped the hill. It could have been slaughter, but he turned his wheels. Well, Joe lost control, went into a skid, and gave his life to save that bunch of kids. And there at that crossroads was the end of a line for Big Joe and Phantom 309. But every now and then, some hiker will come by, and like you, Big Joe will give him a ride. Here, have another cup, and forget about the dime. Keep it as a souvenir from Big Joe and Phantom 309.